You're listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast, dedicated to bridging the gap between alternative healthcare and mainstream medicine in utilizing everything good to help you feel great. We're glad you tuned in. Now here's your host, Dr. Michael Pound. Have you ever felt like you're not being heard when you go to your doctors with complaints of pain? Do you feel you have a hard time explaining how much pain you're really in? Well, our guest today has agreed to come on the show and share a very personal experience with chronic pain through her pregnancies. Now, I must say that although this is an atypical presentation case, her experience navigating through her doctors is not, and I hear it over and over again. I feel this is important not to boast about the results with Amber, but mainly to spread the word about the choices in healthcare and weighing your options, especially when you are pregnant and you don't have many options. Now, this is a difficult subject to talk about, or even to listen to, so I'm giving you fair warning now. Now, here's Amber. All right. So, welcome to the show, Amber. I am excited to have you on today. Excited to talk with you. You have quite the story when it comes to bridging the gap between alternative healthcare and mainstream medicine in regards to essentially being bedridden from pregnancy. But before we get into that, can you first share how this all came about? Yeah, um, my first pregnancy, you know, I wasn't expecting, you know, I was expecting, you know, common things, you know, nausea, morning sickness, you know, all that kind of thing, you know, puppy feet. I wasn't really expecting kind of the biggest thing that kind of knocked me on my, off my feet was uh, I had this issue in my pelvis. You know, everybody said, you know, your hips are going to get looser, you're going to have more relaxing in your body. And things are just going to be a little, you know, shifty. Um, close to around like eight weeks of my pregnancy, I really started to notice I was having a lot of pain right in my um, in my pubis area, more so than like I thought normally would, you know, would be occurring. Um, I kind of suffered with it for about eight more weeks. And then I finally mentioned it to my OB. She kind of told me the same thing, you know, it's just normal pregnancy hormones. It's normal, you know, it'll get better, you know. It's just going to be a little loose in there. Um, it got to the point where I really couldn't walk really well. I had a lot of pain walking. I had a lot of pain sitting. Um, I couldn't really lay on my side. I had this really sharp, intense pain uh, right there, uh, and I, I couldn't lay on my side, which, you know, when you're pregnant, that's uh, how you have to lay. So it was just really, really uncomfortable, and I felt like my doctor just was like, oh, it's normal, but you know, when I couldn't walk or couldn't sleep because there was this intense, sharp pain, felt like an ice pick was just jabbing me there. Uh, I knew that something else was wrong and it wasn't normal and it wasn't okay. And that's quite, I mean, when you, when you first become pregnant or when you're thinking about it, you have, like you said, kind of these, these ideas of, you know, just so much excitement and, and what's coming up Mm -hmm. and to be told, you know, you're going to be in pain for the rest of pregnancy or that you can't walk around. How, how did you feel about that? What did that do? Cause you're, you're active. I know you're, you're moving around all the time. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I like to, you know, be active and we go camping and hiking and dirt bike riding. And, you know, um, obviously I wasn't going to be riding my quad while I was pregnant, but you know, just, just everyday activities. It was really, um, really discouraging. And I thought, you know, I had really bad morning sickness as well. I just wasn't in, you know, I was ready for possible, you know, um, diabetes issues or preeclampsia or, you know, preterm labor. I was thinking of all these other things. I wasn't thinking of, of this. And I think 
part of the reason I wasn't really thinking about it was I never heard about it. And I heard normal people complaining about, you know, oh, I'm stiff and my back hurts and this and that. But I never really specifically heard about this issue. So when I brought it up to my doctor, I think that she had never really heard of it either. And it wasn't really commonly known, I think, at least in the United States, that this is a real issue. And it wasn't really being acknowledged, I think, to the way, you know, to the extent that it should have been. So did they give you any options? Yeah, you know, as I, I kept, you know, talking to her about it. And, she, you know, I'm like, everything else is fine. I just, it, it's so, the pain is so intense. So uh, my, I had two obese for both, you know, different ones for both pregnancies. Um, with my first, she, when I first started noticing the problems, I asked her, I'm like, should I go to a chiropractor? Do you think it's like a misalignment issue? Because I had gone to the chiro- chiropractor years before. She said, you know, I don't recommend it if you haven't been seeing one before, you know, since you're pregnant, I don't recommend it. And I thought, okay, well, I trust her, you know, she's my doctor and I want to make sure my, my baby's okay. Um, and she said, you know, if the pain gets really bad, you know, cause you can't take Motrin and Tylenol doesn't really help for that kind of issue. And I was already icing. Um, she's like, well, you know, if you have to take pain medicine, then that's something that we can get for you. Um, and I obviously was very opposed to that, uh, because I didn't want to take, you know, any kind of anything that would, you know, harm my child. But it eventually got to the point where I couldn't walk. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't move. I would cry for hours and hours and hours because I was in this so much intense, intense pain. So it was, it was really, really hard and, and it was very um, discouraging. And because of that pain, I really didn't get to enjoy my pregnancy like I feel like I should have. And it, it probably not only affects you, but I mean, how did that affect your husband or the rest of your family? It was really, it was really hard because, you know, I'm, we're both, you know, trying to celebrate, celebrate this, this pregnancy and we're, both trying to enjoy all these, you know, crazy changes. And I, as a woman, have always looked forward to being a mother. And then to have this this really dreadful pregnancy because of pain, you know, it wasn't, it, I, I kept thinking, I, I'm kind of a doer, you know, like you said, I'm active, I'm a doer, I'm a fixer. I wanted to figure out what the heck was going on and how I could fix it because I was miserable. And I, you know, I, I sit for my job. It was very hard to sit at work. And it was just, it was really, 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 really hard. And I wish there was more out there and more people speaking up about it because this is a real issue. It's not just, you know, you have too much relaxing and you're, and you're, you know, your hips are loose. It's, it's a problem. Yeah. And for fixers, because I'm a fixer, you know, the same thing. It, it can be yes. so frustrating when you keep hitting a wall, mm-hmm. trying everything that you know, but you don't know what you don't know. And so. Yeah, exactly. And, and it really did, you know, it like that part of it too, really, it was very frustrating. And it did affect, you know, my husband. He felt very bad. Like he couldn't, he couldn't do anything to fix it. Here I am having this baby grow in my belly, and then I can barely walk either. It was just really, really stressful, and it wasn't as enjoyable as I, I hoped it would be. So that, br- so that brings us to delivery. So did you have a normal delivery? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, Charlotte was. Um, she was late. She was six days late. Um, and um, and by that point, I was in, I was in so much incredible pain. Uh, I. Uh, you know, my doctor had known that I was in pain and let me back up just a little bit too, because, you know, uh, it did get to the point where it was so painful um, that I had to start taking pain medicine occasionally because I, I couldn't, I couldn't function. I was getting depressed. I was in bed. I couldn't get up. I couldn't, you know, even just sitting on the toilet hurt. 
And it, you know, the space in between my pubis symphysis was about, you know, two and a half, three fingers wide. It was very spread. Uh, I felt very scared to walk around. I felt very scared to do anything because I thought, oh my gosh, what if I like rip in half? You know, what if I fall and not only hurt my child, but what if I completely separate, you know, because that was something at that point when I was doing research that I had heard could potentially happen or it could tear enough to where it would have to be fixed. Um, so they were trying to do things, stripping the membranes and, you know, trying to do things to get her to come out sooner. My doctor even said, hey, look, she's full term and you're 37 and a half, 38 weeks. We can, you know, start doing stuff to try to get her out now um, because I was just in so much pain which I felt really guilty about, but I, I was in incredible pain. I've never been in pain like that in my life. So when it came time to uh, go get induced, you know, two weeks later, because she, I, I am stubborn and I wanted her to stay in there as long as possible. Cause at that point I said, what's two more weeks. Um, I went into the doctor. She's like, come in tonight for your induction. Um, we came home two hours later. I went into labor, thankfully on my own. Um, but I was in labor for 23 and a half hours and, um, it was very hard. She was sunny side up. She didn't want to turn around. Um, and she was, she was big. She was, uh, eight, 12, 21 inches long. So, you know, she came out sunny side up with her hand on her face and, um, I pushed for an hour and a half and it was incredibly painful. I had an epidural because I was in so much pain. Um, but I could still feel the pain in my, my pubis area. It was just so intense. Um, I could even feel it during the, all of the other pushing, I could feel that specific pain right there. So yeah, it was, it was pretty tough. <laughs> so if it, if it wasn't bad enough already, you know, the fact that, um, you're going through all this yeah. pain, you had two to three weeks of trying to induce labor with no luck. And then yeah. what about the recovery? And I'm assuming you weren't just up and running around right afterwards. No, no, the recovery was, you know, and I hadn't had anything to compare it to, um, cause I was a first time mom. So the recovery after I remember after I delivered and there was a couple people that there was a nurse who actually is a friend of mine that happened to be there that day. And she had had the same issue that I had had. And she is actually the one who recommended me to you. Um, she was like, girl, you should have gone to chiropractor. I'm like, my doctor told me not to, she said it was a bad idea, you know, and I tried all these other things and try to do all this research. And, you know, after, after they, you know, I, I voiced my concern and I really didn't feel like any of the doctors were like, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's normal. And I'm like, I seriously feel like I'm going to fall in half, like rip in half. It like, I feel that unstable and I'm very in tune with my, with my body. So they uh, put a belt on me after I delivered to kind of wrap me up um, and keep the pressure. But, oh, it was the, it was the oddest feeling because not only would I, was I was recovering from, you know, a really intense, you know, an hour and a half pushing of labor, I was dealing with, you know, my new child and my husband and family and nursing and all of these other things. And I still could barely get up and walk. And I was in so much incredible pain still. And I thought, okay, well, that's probably just from the labor. It'll, it'll get better. Give me a couple of weeks and I'll be fine. Um, It was still, I mean, I had to ice down there for six weeks, eight weeks. Um, I had a lot of stability issues. Like I would get up and I would feel like just really clicky and clocky and just very like a skeleton. I felt like a Halloween skeleton. I was very rickety. Um, and I still couldn't lay on my side. Um, and 
and you know, even when I was, when I was pregnant too, uh, when I would sleep, I would have to sleep with lit pillows between my legs, but even still that wouldn't work. So I would just wouldn't sleep. And, you know, after Charlotte came, I still wasn't really sleeping because I was in so much pain, but at least I could lay flat on my back. So that was some comfort. Um, but honestly, I still had pain when I got pregnant again, <laughs> when, you know, so it, it was, it was quite, quite a, quite a journey. And so how much time between, uh, between the two children, how much time did you wait? And what were you thinking when you were, you know, thinking of getting pregnant again? Um, so we waited, I, I think it was like a year and a half or a little over a year and a half because the girls are two years and three weeks apart. Um, I, we wanted to have another one, just one more. And I was pretty terrified of getting pregnant and I was really considering not having another child because of what I had gone through. And I was like, God, I really don't want to go through that again. And I really didn't know if I could, because you're pregnant for a long time. (laughs) You know, it's not like just, you know, a couple months and you just have to work, you know, work it out. It's, you know, and especially for me, I was pregnant. I was late, you know, and, um, and I have pretty good sized babies. So I was pretty, uh, pretty terrified about getting pregnant again, but I knew, you know, we love our kids and I knew it was just going to be the last one. So maybe that's why I was like, okay, just one more time. I can do it one more time and we'll see how it goes. But all the research I had read was that it would probably be this pubis symphysis dysfunction or um, disorder would probably be a lot worse the second time around. So I, I was concerned. My husband was concerned that there was going to be more damage too. you know, like how is it going to affect my mobility after the second pregnancy? All right. And then you kind of alluded to, to it, but how did you find out about me? So, um, when I was in labor with my, my first daughter, uh, one of my girlfriends who I've known for a long time, she's a LND nurse and she happened to be working on call at the hospital that I was working at. And she had told me, she was like, girl, you should go see Dr. Pound. Like I had the same thing. He can help with that. He can fix that. Like, he knows how to adjust there. And I, and I thought, I'm like, that's a funny term. Cause that's kind of what it feels. It's pretty much what it feels like. But I was like, I didn't know it was fixable. And I remember with my first pregnancy, I had asked my doctor and she's like, no, it'll go away. It'll be fine. It's normal. You don't need a chiropractor. I don't recommend it since you haven't been seeing one. So she had recommended you and you were local. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to be prepared um, before with this next pregnancy. So my doctor can't have a say so. I'm going to go see him and see if he can help me. Because, I mean, at that point, I'd, I'd be willing to go to a witch doctor, you know, like, fix fix me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm on the same level as a witch doctor, right? Or, or, or at mm-hmm. least a little step up. Yeah, you need a little bone in the nose. That might be pretty cool, but <laughs> yeah. And you should sing and dance and maybe have a little fire pit in the office, but yeah. <laughs> that's coming. That's that's our next step. Yeah, cool. Okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I, at that point I was still having pain. And keep in mind, you know, my kids are two years and three weeks apart. So I want to say, you know, Charlotte was, you know, just a little over a couple months over a year old. I can't really do the math right now, but I haven't had that much coffee. Um, but I was still in pain. Like I still had pain to where I could not lay on my side. I could not lay on the floor. I could, there was a, you know, probably five to 10 different things at least that I could probably think of that 
I just didn't even do because I'm like, I can't, I couldn't ride my dirt bike. I couldn't, you know, just like sitting on something in that way with any kind of pressure in between my legs really was I'm very uncomfortable. Um, laying flat on a hard surface was very uncomfortable. I couldn't, you know, stretch in certain ways or like, you know, just do like lunges or just different things. And that would put pressure there. Um, I couldn't do those things. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to want to get pregnant again. What am I, what am I going to do? Like, am I just going to suffer? I don't want to have to take pain meds at all. I really just don't believe in that. And, you know, I just didn't, I didn't want to deal with it. And I was terrified because I thought, what if I really get hurt, you know? And then, and, you know, you know, everybody was like, well, why don't you go on bed rest? Well, laying in bed was the worst thing, you know, standing for a long time and moving in certain ways was bad. And it wasn't that the movement made it better, but laying down the way my hips were angled and being, you know, on my back when you're really pregnant is really uncomfortable, but then I couldn't lay on my side either, you know? So, um, you know, I, my girlfriend had recommended, I was like, Hey, who was that guy that, you know, I was like, who is this guy that said you can fix it? I remember you told me a long time ago and she's like, Oh, Dr. Pound, he's amazing. You know, he's just down the street over, you know, over here in Brentwood. I'm like, okay, give me his number. So I, uh, you know, it was, I was working at graveyard shift and I think I messaged you and, um, then it kind of just went from there. I went in for consult and I was basically telling you what happened. And I really felt like you were the first person that really like legitimized my crazy thinking. Cause when you're in chronic pain like that, everybody thinks that you're just making an excuse or you're whining or complaining because you're constantly like, Oh my gosh, or I can't do this or I can't do that. Or I don't want to do this. or I don't want to do that because my hoo-ha hurts. You know, it's like, okay, well, everybody just kind of, it gets old, you know, it gets old, you know, if I'm quiet, which I'm not a quiet person, I would just kind of retract myself and I just wouldn't talk. So everybody knew that there was a problem, but I was like, well, it can't be fixed. So, you know, we'll see. So when it came time for my second pregnancy, because I'm very much a planner, I do not like to procrastinate, I uh, reached out to you and to see if you could fix it and what we could do. So what was your first impression? I mean, you walk in the room, I come in, we talk. I mean, you said, be honest. I mean, what were you thinking as you're sitting there? Honestly, I really thought, okay, I'm going to tell this dude what's up with my hoo-ha. And he's going to be like, okay, yeah. Like, yeah, lady, you're pregnant. You're going to have <laughs> you're going to have some hoo-ha problems, you know, and you're going to have pain down there, duh. And I was a little skeptical, not in chiropractic or alternative medicine, because I've done alternate things. I've done acupuncture, acupressure for endometriosis, and I've done chiropractic for uh, an older injury a long time ago. I just was so used to people not believing me. They thought that I was like crazy or I'm just a wuss and I'm just complaining. And I really didn't think that, you know, it was going to, it was going to work because I really didn't think that you'd believe me. You know, because nobody else had, nobody else had, and I had been complaining for, you know, so much, so many months. I just really didn't think that, I really didn't think that it was going to work because I really didn't think that anybody believed. And then how did it go? Yeah. And I think honestly, it was pretty much right after I became pregnant the second time. And like I said, I already still had a little bit of pain, but only when I would do specific movements or do specific things. It wasn't like chronic all the time. Um, If I stood for a long time or sat for a long time, or lay down for a long time, it would start to like get really, uh, it would start to hurt, but it wasn't like it had been. So I pretty much, you know, I was almost like at a one out of 10 team scale at that point on a daily basis, but 
you know, I'm pretty, I have a pretty high tolerance. So it was like, okay, whatever. I just don't do that or don't do this. Um, so then the first visit, I think I came in, I was a couple weeks pregnant and, you know, I was very clear with that. And at this point too, I have to mention, I did have a different, um, OB, my last OB had gone to a different hospital. Um, and I talked about it with her and fortunately, praise God, my new OB was like, oh yeah, chiropractic is great for pregnancy. Like just start doing it early and make sure you get somebody who knows about the specific issue and is used to working with pregnant women just be, you know, make sure you make a good choice. And she was very, very like, yeah, I've actually done research on this. She was actually a nurse practitioner and she was actually um, piloting for Kaiser, a alternate pain management uh, group and study for this specific issue, as well as I think of a couple other ones. Um, so she was quite curious to see if chiropractic coverage or um, sorry, care would fix this issue. So she had heard about it in some European research that she was reading because over there it seems a little bit more like an acknowledged thing as we're here. It's just like, oh, you're whining because you're preggers. So have a chocolate bar and stop being a diva. Yeah. And so obviously working with this OB seemed to be a little bit easier, smoother transition. Yeah. And in fact, uh, the care that we coordinated essentially have you communicate that with her and make sure everything, everyone was on board essentially with moving forward with your care. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I did. I was very, you know, because I knew that I, Hey, I was, I'm a tough cookie. I did this once before. Not only did I birth a, a child, I dealt with this pubis issue uh, like a champ, I think. And it, and it was horrible. And here I am going in, you know, horns ablaze and ready to do it again. So I wanted to be as prepared as I could. Like I said, I'm, I'm very, and I'm very in tune with my body and I knew what was going to happen. And I just had this bad feeling it was going to be a lot worse. So I wanted to have a really good team that was going to be able to support me. And not only that, like people that I felt that believed that I was having this issue, you know, it wasn't, just, okay, yeah, it's a normal, a normal thing. And so I definitely talked to my, um, my nurse practitioner about it. Uh, cause I ended up going or with the midwife actually. Um, and cause they're awesome. I love doctors, but the midwife was such a better experience for me and she was totally about it. And she was like, okay. And every time that we were going to start doing something, you know, you would tell me, Hey, this is what we're going to do. Make sure it's okay with her. And, you know, as long as your baby was healthy and I had no other problems, we were kind of clear for takeoff to, to try stuff and see what worked. So what would you rate your percentage of pain with the second pregnancy versus the first pregnancy? So, um, I think I started to come to see you before it was bad. Um, because I came pretty early because I wanted to make sure that, you know, I could trust what you were going to be doing and you weren't going to break me because the pain is so intense there. You don't even want anybody to touch it. Like it, it had hurt so bad in my last pregnancy that when I would go to wipe myself after I would use the bathroom, it would hurt. Like it was, it was terrible. So I thought, who's a strange guy? I'm going to let, like, try to fix that area. And like, what exactly does that entail? Like, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? You know? Um, but you're really great about saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, it wasn't anything like, you know, invasive down there or anything. So um, yeah, it, it, the communication was great. And, um, I really started to feel the intense pain, like really intense, like six, seven out of 10 pain at probably six to seven weeks pregnant. 
so I was like, I was terrified. I was mortified. I was so upset because with Charlotte, it had really probably started, I think I mentioned it to my doctor now that I think about it when I was over 20 weeks. And I think I really started to feel it like at 10 to 12, but I didn't really think that it was a problem. Um, so having it been really bad at, you know, that time compared to months or sooner with this pregnancy, I, I was pretty, I was pretty terrified. So it was probably about six to seven weeks when I had pretty intense pain and it only continued to get worse, obviously, as, as you know, she grew and, you know, my body started to have more hormones and stuff. And did you need medication the second time around? <clears throat> uh, no, actually I didn't. Um, I, um, I think in the beginning I started to come to see you, uh, a little bit more frequently, uh, because we were actually adjusting the joint in the middle. And then once my pregnancy progressed, we stopped doing the actual synthesis area adjustment and started just doing more like muscle stuff. And then the tens kind of came into play around that time, which I definitely got cleared with my uh, midwife. And she was super stoked about that because she had been wanting to get Kaiser to like, you know, approve that this is a safe treatment, you know? Um, and, you know, you worked with me with that. We made sure we did it did it safely and with the combination for the hip flexor muscles with uh, with the tens and just the regular adjustment it was pretty manageable I would say it was more intense of a pain and it did start sooner but when I would come in to get adjusted I would have a few days of relief and not maybe like not a hundred percent but usually right after I got adjusted I would have probably about 80 to 90 percent relief and it usually would last a couple of days. Towards the end of the pregnancy, you know, I was <laughs> I was coming to see you very frequently, um, a couple of times a week, every other day, every two days, just because it helped me so much. And I thought the relief that it gave me allowed me to enjoy my pregnancy. Plus, I had a toddler to chase after. Um, plus, I was still working full time. I'm an I went one dispatcher, so there's a lot of stress there. It really made the second pregnancy completely different um, and more special just because I wasn't in chronic pain. I did still have a lot of pain and it was still really uncomfortable, but I had more good days than bad days. Um, the bad days were pretty tough, but then I would call and say, Hey, I need you. I need you to fix me. Can I come in? And, and it, and it worked out great. So it was much, much better as far as the second pregnancy. There was more days with relief than the previous pregnancy. Yeah, and, and you and I know each other pretty well. I mean, I know when you're in my office, it's not just to say hello. Mm -hmm. No, it's it's, yeah. it's because you're in a lot of pain. <laughs> but uh, would you yeah. consider yourself more alternative or mainstream when it comes to your health? Um, you know, before I was a dispatcher, I was an EMT and I was in nursing school. So I have a really good grasp of medicine and conditions and the, you know, how the body works. I'm really, really in tune with that. I get it. Um, I think there was a time and place for medicine. Definitely. I would never personally for me or my family say, I'm not going to go to the hospital. I'm going to take lemongrass oil to cure my cancer. You know, like I definitely think a good mix of the two. And in some circumstances, I think, you know, like alternative is a little bit stronger. And in certain circumstances, I think that, you know, medicine is, is worth a try. I really believe in my pregnancies too. I was really big on essential oils and like trying to do like yoga and different things like that. But 
unfortunately for my case, I couldn't do yoga. I couldn't, I mean, I could barely even swim and tread water because the pain was so intense. So this really was my saving grace. It really was the only thing that would help me. Um, the oils were good for like the nausea and the morning sickness and stuff like that. But, um, and to use for my husband when he snored when I was pregnant. <laughs> so, love it. Love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a different, a definite, you know, I would never be, uh, I, you know, I'm a vaccinator. I vaccinate my kids. Um, I'm definitely pro medicine, but I think they work in such a beautiful harmony together that if more people were more accepting of it and think about, you know, chiropractic, essential oils, all these things, these have been around for like a bazillion years. I'm sure there was like a Dr. Pound caveman, you know, with, uh, you know, a, a leopard loincloth back, you know, way millions of years ago, like pounding on people on a rock, you know, like it, this stuff works for a reason. It's been around for a long time for a reason, you know, like the power that somebody has, just with their hands to be able to maneuver your body to give you that much relief. That's, that's like amazing to me. Like, and it's not a shot and it's not a pill. It's just, Hey, let me put my hands on you and move you this way and you will feel so much better. It's amazing to me. It really is. It's, it's a beautiful uh, form of medicine. I think that is often not utilized enough because I think people are afraid of it or, Maybe they're, you know, intimidated about having somebody grab their neck and crank their bones. You know, there's different ways of doing it. I like to be cranked and cracked, so me that makes it feel better. But there's different ways to do it, so I think it's, I think it's amazing. Hopefully, what the, what it comes down to, and what what our audience gathers from this is essentially, you know, if you're if you're suffering from something, you don't necessarily need to suffer from it. And the whole purpose yeah. of this podcast is to help people actually heal, heal better, faster. And I'm not saying there's mm-hmm. one solution, but being open to many solutions, I think, is essentially what you're saying to to people is that you don't have to choose one side or the other, right? It's not. Yeah, the, the, they work together beautifully. Very much, very much. So mm-hmm. if if there was just one thing you could convey to our audience today, what would that be? You know, do your research and reach out. And there's always, I feel like there's always hope. There's always something else to try. Obviously, it was my second child. Um, my my, um, She was still late. <laughs> they like to stay in there. Um, and she was sunny side up too. But my labor was so much shorter, which is, you know, anticipated a lot of times by a second pregnancy, but that doesn't always mean anything. My labor was, um, I was able to control my labor pain a lot better because I felt just like my body was more aligned. I think I had just gotten adjusted the day before. Um, and it, it went so much smoother. Um, I, she, it was really fast. I pushed for like three minutes. It was great, but much, much faster. And, um, I felt a lot better afterwards. Of course, I still had the after labor stuff and everything, but the intense pain that I had the time before, it got better much sooner. Um, I came to see you as soon as I was like healed from, from the labor uh, a couple weeks after. And, you know, it was amazing. Like I healed so much faster um, and it, and I still had residual pain months after, uh, which I expected, but it was definitely not anywhere comparable to where it had been the time before. So I feel bad that I let myself suffer as long as I did after, before, during, and after my first pregnancy. But the second one, I grabbed that one and I handled it and I, I felt so much better and I just regret that I didn't do it the first time. Um, and, and, you know, 
there's always something to try. Just try it. Be open-minded. Ask your friends. Ask your family. Don't be afraid to try new things. You know, some of these things seem kind of odd, you know, like getting, you know, pushing your legs together while somebody pushes them out to pop your, you know, your pubis bone. That's really freaking weird. But it works. So why not try it? It doesn't hurt. You're not introducing any chemicals into your body. Um, it's natural. It's fast. You know, I mean, why, why not try it? You know, just be open-minded. Yeah, no, I appreciate your time. And hopefully your story does help people who or at least someone who may be suffering from this condition, just look into other other ways to be able to enjoy their pregnancy and suffer less. And so I appreciate the time you took with us today. I know you're busy with the kids and work. Again, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. All right. And there you have it. I want to again thank Amber for coming on the show today and for sharing her experiences with us and being open and honest with us. I really appreciate that. And again, if there's anyone out there who you know who may be going through these symptoms or if you yourself are experiencing chronic pain, it doesn't feel like you're being heard, please get a second opinion. Try and get answers to these questions and see if there's any other forms of treatment out there that may help you. And if you like this and other episodes, please subscribe to the podcast. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast at www.healbetterfast.com.